The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California, streaming online at KUCI.org and podcasting on iTunes. Welcome to Fighting for Love. This show will help you turn conflict into collaboration in all your relationships. I'm Lloyd, the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank, an attorney mediator since 1985. She's a mediator for the Orange County Superior Court Civil Mediation Panel. Mari's a professor of negotiations and conflict management and has been a certified state bar trainer for over 25 years. To learn more about the show and our great guests, please visit ConflictHealing.com. Mari, what's your show about this morning? Well, Lloyd, today our show is about ritual, and I've been reading this wonderful book called The Joy of Ritual, Spiritual Recipes to Celebrate Milestones, Ease Transitions, and Make Every Day Sacred. And this is by Barbara Bijou. If you don't know her, let me tell you a little bit about her. She is an interfaith minister motivational speaker, and a life strategy coach. She has a deep commitment to integrating practical spirituality into people's lives. And this would be both professionally and personally. And she's a frequent guest on radio and TV, and she's appeared in the New York Times, New York Magazine, Body and Soul, Harper's Bazaar, and Parents Magazine. She is based out of New York City, and she's the author of this wonderful book, The The Joy of Family Rituals. And you can find out more about her at joyofritual.com. So, Barbara, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, I'm delighted to be there, but I just want to put in one thing. My website is barbarabijou.com. Oh, okay. Well, we have... That's okay. It's life. (laughs) Okay. Very good. Well, thank you very much. And I'm going to spell your name so people can make sure that they get there. Barbara Bijou is... The last name is spelled B-I-Z-I-O-U dot com. Barbara dot com. So, Barbara, how is it that you came to write this book? Well, you know, the book for me is very, very personal, like many people, I'm sure, who are listening, um, I had an incident in my life that kind of changed everything, and for me, that was the death of my sister when I was very young, mm-hmm. and it kind of propelled me off on a, what's the meaning of life, and what are some tools I can use to help me. So this book really is a culmination of that journey for me, of trying to find um, something that would really help me with my grief, with my, you know, sorrow, with my confusion, and really ground me. So that's really where it comes from. It's so beautiful that you could take what you've learned to help other people as well. It's beautiful. Thank you. So let's talk about what exactly is ritual. So to me, you know, it's interesting because I teach about it so much and write, and to me, really, ritual is the spiritual technology of the 21st century. It's a conscious act that you create that literally shifts your brain from one state to another. Mm -hmm. So 
by just say, for example, I decide to do a ritual of release, um, my brain reads it as real. And that's why it's so powerful. And it's simple to do, and you just need really clear intention, a beginning and an end, and anyone can create really meaningful, powerful rituals. And, you know, people may not remember that they that they do rituals all the time, right? In recent Absolutely. weeks, you know, we've had rituals of many celebrations, Hanukkah, Christmas, um you know, Thanksgiving, all those, there's certain right. rituals that we go through. So people automatically do this through a lot of traditions. Right. So, they do, and they do birthday rituals without thinking, anniversaries, graduations, all of these, even having your family dinner. It's a ritual, you know, and it's about bringing some consciousness to something that you're already doing. Right. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, how to do some of the rituals and that, like you were talking about releasing. Why don't you share with us how you would do, I know you have many chapters in here that are wonderful rituals for releasing, rituals for, um, you know, moving through stressful times. So let's let's give some uh, appetizers for our audience. Right. Well, you know, for example, at the end of any new year moving into a brand new year, you know, it's important to kind of put the period at the end of the sentence. We want to finish things. So whether you're actually creating a ritual around cleaning your closets or a ritual where you're sitting down, I'll give you a simple one. You're just sitting down, maybe you light a candle just to change the energy a little bit and write a list of everything that is kind of blocking you at this moment. So it could be things you're doing. It could be your thoughts. It could be your beliefs. It could be people in your life who are no longer, you know, aligned with who you are. And once you finish that, I always like to bless it because I feel that anything that comes to you has a message. And then you can burn it Hmm. safely, of course. You know, you want to be careful when you're doing fire. Um, And symbolically let it go. In New York City, and I know other cities around the country, um, people actually write down things they want to let go of, and there's a shredding machine that they put in Times Square, and you can (laughs) go and shred your old, you know, burdens, so to speak. So, you know, again, you could do it at your office. Write something down and shred it. Put it on your computer and delete it. It doesn't have to be mystical, However, it has a magical effect because it's so strong to the brain. I know every every New Year's Eve, I write down a list of all the things I want to release, and then I throw it into the fireplace. I love it. And I, I love and it. And I get rid of it. And uh, I was laughing because I've been cleaning out my closet before the end of the of year. Of course. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> And, you know, know, I have trouble. I realize how much trouble I have of letting go of things. You know, I look, well, I Mm -hmm. haven't worn this in five years, but, gee, maybe if I lose that extra 10 pounds, I'll be able to wear it again. So, (laughs) you know, but I was laughing when you said the closet because that's been But, you know, the funny (laughs) one you're talking about funny is in Italy, one of the rituals that I always love they do on New Year's Eve, and you have to be a little careful. They literally throw things out the window. So you it's more in 
the south of Italy now. It used to be all over the country. So you could be walking down the street and a chair comes flying out because, again, the whole idea is you get rid of it, but you recycle it. So it goes out on the street so anyone who needs it could come and get it. So, you know, you put everything that you want to you know, give to someone else out on the street. <laughs> I think that's kind of cool as long as you don't kill somebody, you right. know, with throwing I mean, it out. It, you right. would think that uh, it would be better if you just take it and take right. it you outside think, and put it by the curb. That, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But part of the fun of it is throwing things, you know, out a window or whatever. But I think more, especially up north, more people are just carrying it out and putting it in their front. <laughs> So why are rituals so important, Barbara? You know, rituals to me especially give meaning to life. When you look at it, we have done rituals, um, mankind has done rituals forever. You know, whether it was the early storytelling ritual or coming together for a religious ritual, um, community, it bonds people. It makes you aware there's more than just you. And it also stops time, you know, by taking the time just to appreciate. A lot of people are doing now friendship rituals, you know, Mm. just by taking the time to go out with your friends and tell them what you appreciate about them, writing them a note or sharing. It's very, very important. So it does bring extra meaning into your life. It makes it To me, it's always it goes from black and white to technicolor. You know, you're adding other parts to your life. And it's very important that we have these meaningful rituals connect us to our community, to our family, to the earth itself. All of these are Mm. crucial. Mm. You know, my husband and I started a ritual many months ago, maybe it's a year now, that before we go to sleep, we each say three things that we're grateful for. It's our attitude of gratitude before before going right. to bed, and you know it's a nice way to slip into sleep because you're mm-hmm. you're thinking of something positive, and then it's also a way to connect with each other because we usually end with you know I'm thankful for you or I'm grateful for you or grateful mm-hmm. for something that you did for me, and um, it's just a sweet. I, I guess very, it is a ritual, you know. It's a ritual, and, you know, a client of mine recently shared with me, he recently lost his wife, unfortunately. Mm. She was, you know, only in her 50s. Mm. However, he said to me, their ritual every night was never to go to bed without saying, I love you. Uh. And the fact that he's lost her, but he feels that he still has that because they were complete, they never, ever, ever went to sleep one night without saying, I love you. Hmm. So he can still do it and she'll hear him on the other side. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it really bonds you, you know, to... To just stop and, you know, it's a cliche at this point, but it's true. You know, you never know what's going to happen. So why not express how you feel in a loving way now? Because you may not have a chance tomorrow. And even if you do have a chance, you know, if someone lives to 100, you've made their life better. Yes. You know what else I really liked? I see a quote on the back of your book by um, Christine Northrup, MD, and she's the author of Mother Daughter Wisdom, and she's she's actually written other books too. I love her, and she says there are dozens of ways to use ritual to heal. Yes. One of the best guides I've seen is the Joy of Ritual by. Barbara Bijou. So I I love that. So it's also good to heal, right? Absolutely. You know, when you think about it, if you engage in a healing ritual, you're participating in your own healing. 
So just on a neuroscience level, you're boosting your immune system because you're taking proaction. You're not being reactive. And the fact that you can just bring that calm and healing energy to your body makes it much likelier that anything you do is going to be successful. So I do rituals for people who are going through chemotherapy, who are having surgery, who are recovering from surgery, or just on a general self-nourishing well-being, and it keeps you stronger. And that's really important that we honor and take care of ourselves. Mm. I guess this is a ritual, too. I have an Asian bell. You know, I I do mediation Mm -hmm. and try and keep people out of court. I'm an attorney, but I no longer litigate. I try to mediate and help people to resolve their issues out of court. But um, one of the things I have is an Asian bell that I can start the, the session with. And then if anybody gets out of line or starts to escalate conflict, I ring the bell. I love it. Oh, I love it. That's so fabulous. That's great. And then and nobody's you know, allowed to talk until the bell, yeah. until they can't hear the bell anymore, you know? That's fabulous. There's a ritual, actually, you make me, remind me. In Africa, there's a ritual to kind of deal with conflict. So when two people are very angry with each other, rather than fight or pick out a gun or whatever, they sing to each other. <laughs> so they literally, they drum, and it might be like, you know, you did this to me, and I can't stand you. It's actually the beginning, probably the origin of rappers, to be honest, when you really think about it, right. so that they have this big ritual where they kind of sing and dance to each other and express their anger, and by the time it's done, the anger has de-escalated. Oh, and I really not love that. And throat, you know, so... It is. It's a great idea to do anything. I love that you do the mediation because it is a ritual of mm-hmm. connection, of conscious communication, you know, um, so respectful confrontation, all of that. Mm-hmm. And it is a ritual, and many cultures have done it. I mean, that's where breaking bread, the saying comes right, from. Right. Two warring towns would come together and share a meal, and you no longer could be enemies if you broke bread with each other. Right. So it meant that you had peace. Right. Oh, so you're actually doing it in the 21st century, and <laughs> with your bell and with your other things. Your and mo- I bring you know. food too. And I you always bring, of course, yeah, you have I, to bring food. Yeah, right? I always have food. Everybody yeah. gets. I used to have cookies, but then I was eating them. So now I bring real healthy snacks and make sure everybody takes. I hope it's not kale, but still. <laughs> no, no, I have like a you know. I'm only kidding. Yeah. but I think it's great that you yeah. do that. You yeah. know, sharing food. You know, doing. You know, you soften the energy between two people by doing that. Exactly. And then their defenses go down, and it's much easier for them to hear each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, how, do we, how do we use rituals to move through change? Where life is going so quickly, and there's so many changes, and... And uh, like I said to you, I'm, I think the older I get, the, the more the more I resist change. I think I was so easy when I was young when right. I look back. But now I, I know that it's not as easy as it used to be. How do we get through that? Well, I think the first thing is to have things that anchor you. Because if you're really anchored, if you're connected to yourself, to spirit, to the earth, whatever it is, it's a lot easier to be flexible. I mean, think of a tree. It's those skinny trees that get knocked down in a hurricane, but the ones that are really rooted can bend and move and, you know, adjust to the storms. So, 
using rituals to ground you, for me, is a really big step in dealing with change and finding things, you know, that make you feel safe. So it may be a symbolic um, object that, you know, you do a ritual with and you imbue it with the courage that you need to make changes or you bring a group of people together to symbolically build a stronger boat, so to speak, to Mm. go through the deep, you know, the waters. And all of those things are very important. I mean, even for kids, I've created, quote, power shirts for kids (laughs) where they actually had their own superhero and they wore it to school so that they'd feel like they had more courage or they put it in their lunchbox, you know, so they could look at it. That's what all those rocks are that say peace, love, or, you know, anything like that that ties you to something bigger. It's not the actual rock or bracelet or shirt that does it, but it's the fact that it symbolizes something else. Hmm, I love it. I recently took seven couples to Puerto Vallarta to Mm -hmm. a private villa, and we had a romance rendezvous retreat. Oh, how fabulous. And, you know, I think just being in that different place and having some of the rituals that we did when we were there, you know, we it was all spiritual people, so we were mm-hmm. able to pray together, but we were also able to do things. We did have a sing-along of romantic songs. Right. <laughs> and, you know, Music all these fun things, but, you know, just the fact that it was called a romance rendezvous retreat and everybody was in a different country, let alone, right. you know, uh, a big villa. Um, that everyone, I think it was, now that I think about it, we did a lot of rituals. We meditated every morning And together. I would guarantee you, Mary, that the songs people heard, if they listen to them today, they will be anchored back to the rituals you did at that retreat. Yeah. And we know, took, of like course, wedding, we took you know, music. You your song. You know. Right, right. We took mu- music that was, you know, uh, really romantic music that everybody would know, like, you know... Um, you know, Elvis Presley's songs, and right. of course, the Righteous Brothers, the Unchained Melody, <laughs> you know what I mean? Stuff that they they might think of when they were in seventh grade as well, but... Right. Um, but Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, but they will remember, because we danced afterwards, too, mm-hmm. so, yeah, so now I realize it was a ritual. Thank you yes, for that. Yes, Everybody and- had a great time, and they did, even there was one couple that was married almost 50 years, and... And they did say, you know, um, we thought that we knew each other so well, and we thought we had this great marriage, but we realized that there was more to know about each other, and mm-hmm. there was a way to take it up a notch. So, you know, I, that, I was, it. that was sweet. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I like doing vow renewals, you know, because the idea of a vow renewal is that you are acknowledging that your relationship is fresh and new, and you're learning, and you're committing. You're always recommitting to each other, so you don't take it for granted. So it's the same thing. It's that's wonderful. I love yes, that. Yes, and we, did, my husband and I, did did a renewal about uh, mm-hmm. I think two years ago, which was really fun. Yeah, that was great too. What was funny is we we had this Hawaiian wedding and he the tea leaves, you know, he had a lay of yes. tea leaves and I didn't know it, but he put it in the freezer. It was in the freezer for 15 years. Really? I didn't know it and he took it out and surprised wow. me. At the, at the renewal, I go, where did you get that? He said it was in the back of the freezer under the fish, you know. It's well, like, <laughs> he's a romantic, your husband, that's great. I, yeah, he is at yeah. times, he really is. Uh-huh. 
So what is the yeah? What is the difference between uh, ritual and mindfulness? Well, you know, mindfulness is now people are talking about it, whether they're in corporations or they're just in a yoga retreat. It's the idea of being aware of what's going on, being aware of your feelings, not being attached, but an awareness. So rituals, for me, are a vehicle that can move you into a mindful state. I see, I see. Yeah, because I think we want to be mindful, and sometimes it's not so easy. I have a little ritual. Just before when I sit down to meditate, I can't just start saying my mantra. I have to have my little my little ritual to sit down and have the, this thing that I that I get comfortable on, that I right. do this little prayer first, and it helps me to get into that place where I can do it. So they go together like a horse and carriage, don't they? Uh huh. <laughs> they do. Yeah. So, how do rituals get us to be unstuck? You know, rituals ha- get us to be unstuck, as I said, because it goes directly to your brain. And your brain, there's a part of your brain that doesn't know the difference between an actual event and a ritual. So, just like on New Year's Eve, everybody, you know, just when the bell rings or whatever you're doing and it strikes the, you know, the cord, suddenly everyone feels they have a new beginning because mm. your brain is programmed to believe that. So it can help you let go of the old. Now, the key, though, is the ritual is sort of like the key that opens the door and lets you in. But once you're there, then you have to consciously do things differently or you get pulled back again. Yes. Yes. And, you know, in this day and age of six quick fixes for life, people are forgetting the fact that you have to be conscious. It takes a minimum, a minimum of 40 days to change a habit. Yes. You know, and these, the ones that are really entrenched are going to take longer, but the ritual could break it open for you. It could break down the wall. Yes. And then you go over it, and then you're in new territory. So then what are you going to do? What choices are you going to make? Right. And that goes back to the mindfulness. It Once goes back to the mindfulness. And it's also, that's why I believe personally that the first 12 days of the new year set intention for the whole year. Yes. So I do something where um, I give out a free meditation every day for the first 12 days called an intention intensive. So it keeps the new year, opens the energy, it's the ritual of it, and then if you listen to this and you follow the practices, it starts to lock it in for you. So it's really, for me, one of my favorite rituals that, you know, I offer to people as a free gift because I love being able to share that kind of thing with people. It's simple. So, Barbara, is that on your website then? It, it, it will, yes, just barbaradisha.com and backslash intensive intention. But it will just, you could just go to my website and go to events, okay. and it will be there. And, and, I, wa- free. and I want to say, Barbara, Absolutely free. I want to make sure that we give your website again so people can get those beautiful meditations. It's Barbara, that's B-A-R-B-A-R-A, Bijou, B-I-Z-I-O-U dot com. So Correct. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I have a lot of free things on there because I love to be able to share this with people. So I probably have 60 free videos on there as well as people get a free gift if they sign up for my newsletter. So it all is good stuff to help you build this new scaffolding, which you need. Right, to change the world, and you're changing the world. Change the world. Yep. 
Exactly. You're changing it by your mediation. Hopefully I'm changing it by teaching spiritual practices. And each one of us has something special and unique that we can share with everyone. And that's also a ritual of being able to share our gifts. And everyone who's listening has their own special gifts that's unique for them. So if we can all really have that intention to discover our gifts and discover those talents and use them and share them, what a what a wonderful world that would be, right? Absolutely, that would change. That would really change the world, and especially 2017, which. In numerology, it's a whole other story, but it's a one year, so it's the beginning of a whole new nine-year cycle. Mm. And we have the opportunity in 2017 to do things differently. So we all need to step up to the plate and really get all the resources and help that we can to make a difference in the world. And make sure it's a positive difference in, Absolutely. in the world. Yes. Absolutely. So what is your favorite ritual to release blockage? Well, actually, my one of my favorite rituals, not even to release blockage. I'm a fire person, so I burn things all the time. <laughs> but one of my favorite rituals is to, um, well, actually, all right, my favorite ritual to release blockage is to get a plate, a really cheap plate, write down everything that is bugging you that you want to open up. Then you put it in a really heavy garbage bag, like one of those trash bags, (laughs) tie it up really tight, and then you get a hammer and you smash it. Now, depending where you live, you might have to do this outside. Be careful of flying, you know, glass. That's why you have to wrap it really, really carefully. (laughs) And I love to do this, and I love the idea of having that hammer and just smashing it. So, like you, so if you you're use... in a house or an apartment, put something under it or you'll break your floor. Oh, you my know, goodness. You want to be careful. So you want to use a Sharpie so it really shows yeah. up on that. Yeah, that use thing. a Sharpie, a cheap plate. <laughs> but, again, the key is really to wrap it up very carefully in the trash bag or even two trash bags because when you break it, you don't want pieces of the plate flying out and hurting you. So you just want to be careful. Mm-hmm. But it's a totally fun and very, um, it's just a great feeling to feel like you're smashing something like that. <laughs> and you're opening up the energy. And right. then throw it away, wash your hands. If you have a little sage, burn some sage or else mm. a little lemon or salt and water and wash yourself. Yes. And you'll clear the energy. Yeah, I, I use sage quite often. And so I asked, after I clean up my closet, I'm going to sage it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> So, you know, we talk a lot about relationships on this show, and I'd like you to share, I shared the one about, you know, having the gratitude. What are some other um, rituals to enhance relationships? I think it's very important for couples to come together and share, you know, what's really bothering them. So it's not just a, quote, bitching session, forgive me, but it's really to share what doesn't work, but also to share what is working and what they love and appreciate about their partner. Because so many times when you're in relationship, you talk about what's not working and you don't talk about what is. So to really be able to have both and hold it as both and, not either or, 
And then sometimes, you know, to I have couples, like I had a couple the other day. We went out to the park, and they just each took eggs, and they just smashed the eggs as a representation of letting go of, you know, anything they were holding on to that wasn't working in their relationship. Mm-hmm. And then I had them have a can- light a candle that had two wicks, and each one lit a wick as and really put their intention into it of what they wanted to create in the next year. So, again, you're constantly opening up possibilities, and you're doing it in a way that is respecting your partner. Well, that is just a perfect way to end, because believe it or not, we are out of time. went quickly, didn't it? Yes, we'll do it again another time for sure. I know. So just give your website, and um, I'll give the name of your book again right here. It's wonderful. It's called The Joy of Ritual. Yes, so I have two books, The Joy of Ritual and The Joy of Family Rituals. Mm. My website is Barbara Bijou, B-I-Z as in zebra, I-O-U dot com. Perfect. And we will have you back again. Have a wonderful new year. Thank you. You too. And keep up all the wonderful work that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. right here on KUCI and visit our website at conflicthealing.com. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. You gotta fight both night and day. Doesn't matter what some people may say. Don't be the lamb's cry, be the lion's roar. Cause love is worth fighting for, I know, yeah. Love is worth fighting for. Love is worth fighting for.